listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hey there, thanks for tuning in to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast this week. Today I have a guest on the show, Kaylee Dennis, and she's going to be chatting to us about branding and graphic design and things like that in the TPT space, which is really exciting. So this is part one of two episodes. So we're going to touch on a couple of different things in this episode. And then next week we will be touching on a few more areas. Let's dive into part one and meet Kaylee and get some of her amazing tips. Hey, Kaylee, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. How are you going this evening? It's good. Yeah, we're just getting everybody ready for, I guess, bedtime soon. So, Well, I'm so glad you're able to join me. It's morning here in Australia. It's very weird and surreal trying to deal with these time zones, but it's always nice to chat to Americans and to see what you guys are doing in the past. But anyway, so the first question I wanted to ask was like, it'd be great if you could just tell us a little bit about you so my listeners can get to know you. So, you know, you and your personal life or your family or as a teacher or anything like that, we just love to hear about you. That would be great. Tell us all about you. Okay. So I am a mom of two. One is three years old and the other one is nine months old. So there's a little bit of a difference. And I was a teacher for about four years. Each year was different. It had its own challenges. And that last year that I taught, I knew as soon as we were done, my husband was going to move on and we were moving to Virginia. So I knew that was going to be my last year of teaching at that school. And he said, let's try the stay-at-home mom business since you're pregnant and let's see how that goes. And you can go back if you want to. And I chose not to. (laughs) Not that I didn't want to because I did at the beginning. But then the pandemic set in and I was just like, I see the way these teachers are being treated. And I had my own personal experiences teaching that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I was just like, I don't think this is the route that I want to keep going, even though, you know, I got a college degree in it. I just, I don't think this is where I want to keep going. And so, you know, I started playing around with graphic design. I guess this might jump into another question later, but. (laughs) That's okay. Yeah, we can blend the two together. And that next one I was going to ask is just going to be like segue into your stuff about like your store and your branding. So just go for it. Yeah. Tell us everything. Yeah. <laughs> so I started Teachers Pay Teachers back in 2017. I think it was like the summer in between my first and second year. And I had created all these things for my kindergarten classroom at the beginning. And I was like, okay, well, I really like creating all these things. So I just kept going and going and going. And I've got like a hundred so products, you know. Not as many as, you know, there's other people out there who have like 300, 700. I'm just like, good for you. Good for you. (laughs) But yeah, so I started in 2017 and I still have it going. Um, I still make a decent amount. I mean, not much, but enough. (laughs) But I recognized it wasn't until, I mean, I guess you would say probably around the time that I had my first child that I recognized that 
I was leaning more towards the graphic design part. And that's what, what I was starting to fall in love with. Like, I'm a font snob. I love to play with colors. I love to play with clip art. I love to play around with the design of my products. And so that's where I was like, hmm, if I like doing this, I'm not, I'm no longer in the classroom. So I can't create these things for my students. And, you know, there was that moment of like, well, I don't like, am I doing enough for anyone else? Like, what do I even do now? Because I'm at home with the kids. Like, what do I do? And I thought, okay, well, if I really like doing these graphics for myself, why can't I just segue into helping other teachers and other TPT authors design their own TPT store or logos or help them brand themselves or like just revamp their whole store? I've done some TPT audits before. So that's when I started the transition from doing TPT for my students and for other students to now kind of journeying into graphic design for the TPT authors. So that's kind of where that whole journey <laughs> took me. But to kind of segue into the branding my store, I guess that was one of your questions. <laughs> branding my store, I think with any Teachers Pay Teachers person, you're going to start off and you're going to create products and you're going to create a logo and you're going to create all these different graphics for yourself. And five years from now, you're going to be like, oh, so cringy. <laughs> yeah, and right. I was that way. And you know what? That's the, that's the whole part of graphic design is that you keep growing as the years go. You know, I was thinking the other day what graphic design kind of changes and trends change all the time. So you know, five years ago when I made my cute, cute logo with Chevron and um, (laughs) Chevron (laughs) and I thought I was the cutest thing and I had this cute turtle, like I was hugging a turtle in the, in the picture and I'm just like, no, what were you doing, Kaylee? What were you doing? And even though, and I'm going to admit it, even though I love my branding now, um, I love my colors, I love my logo, in the back of my mind, there's always this, like, I really like this set of color palettes, and I need to change it, change it, Kaylee, change it. <laughs> so I'm always constantly like, I think, I think this is the time, I think I should change it again. I know I just changed it like six months ago, but I think I should change it again. I think we can all relate to that. Yeah. I feel like every seller can. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it sounds like, you know, it's really good to hear your journey, not just like with the teaching and the TPT and everything, but even like starting your own freelancing and everything like that. It's really cool to hear because a lot of sellers do that. Yeah. Um, but I can relate so much to the branding thing. I look back at that logo I made in like 2016 or whatever, and I just want to cry. Like, it's so embarrassing. Yeah. I thought it was so great and even not that long ago like a few years ago I kind of I would make my own and they were marginally better as the years went by like I don't know what I was thinking I ended up hiring someone eventually I'm sure you understand that's like yes I understand way better that. Way to go. yeah truthfully if, if I didn't have a passion for graphic design I would be giving all that to someone else and be like no you 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 create this because I have no idea <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the struggle we all feel as sellers. But okay, so I've got I've got a bunch of questions for your branding today because that's like something you're really great with. 
But first up, I was going to ask, let's just start with like listings. Do you have any tips for product covers on TPT, like do's and don'ts, all of that kind of stuff? Hit us up with all your tips. Yes. Okay. So I have a couple of do's and don'ts. They may all kind of blend in together. One thing that I've noticed, it's kind of goes back to history, goes back to when I first started. And I had no clue about the difference between a product cover that was square and a product cover that was rectangle. You can still upload your products and they can still be a rectangle shape. You know, like it'll look just like the front cover of your product. That's fine. But when you're branding your store and you want to have a cohesive look, and I'm still guilty of this because I think I still have like one or two products that still has a rectangle. So don't come at me. Um, (laughs) But when you want to have a cohesive look in your store, you're going to want to really stick to those squares. It's not only going to look eye appealing to the buyers, but you're also, you know, if you start creating it and have a template ready, then you can just go bam, 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 and just change out what you need. Yeah. That's a really nifty template that you can have. So that's a pretty big do. Try to stick to squares. If you want to have a cohesive look, try to stick to the squares. I will plug in, I probably do. I think my sizing is a 10 by 10 inch or a 12 by 12 inch, but you can do like 12 by 12, 10 by 10, 8 by 8. Yeah. All that. It just, it, that works fine. Okay. Uh, another tip. When you are putting fonts onto your product covers, I'm a font snob. I love fonts. I could play with them all day long. You are going to want to make sure that the font that you're using is easily read. I did not think about that when I first started. I just was like, oh, this is so cute. I'm going to put this on my product cover. And now I'm like, you can't read that, Kaylee. (laughs) So a good rule of thumb is when you are putting fonts onto your product covers, I want you to like zoom out as far as you can. Make it almost like that thumbnail size, like pretend like you're using your phone. And I want you to zoom out as far as you can and think about the sizing of it on your phone. Can you still read the font? Is it easily read? Does it make you want to squint your eyes? Like that kind of stuff. If any of that shows up, like if you need to squint your eyes, if you can't read it, any of that, you need to change the font. You can still use some cursive fonts. They're called script fonts. You can still use some. But when you're using them, same rule applies. If you can't read it when you zoom out, then it is not appropriate for a product cover. I know there's some other people who say stay away from any kind of cursive on product covers, but I think some people use their, I don't know, they're more like chunky. I don't know how to describe them. They're more like chunky, uh, chalk almost textures. And that works just fine. But yeah, so just the rule of thumb, if you can zoom out and you can read it, then you're good. If you can't, fix it and then move on. Another really good thing to do with product covers, to keep consistency, you want to kind of stick to all the colors that you have in your branding. So let's say you have five or six colors in your branding and you have, you know, let's 
say you've got a set of math products and you're making a set of math and you're making a set of English and you're making, making a set of science and all this stuff. You can choose to have it all one color or you can have the same template for your product cover, but change out the colors. Maybe the top part of your title, you're going to change that color out or just switch it out so that maybe all of your math is the color blue and maybe all of your reading is the color red or purple. Um, that way, when your buyers come to your store and they say like they need a new math product or something, they're going to see, oh, this one's colored blue. I know it's math and I know this is hers because I know this is the template that she uses and this looks like her covers. They're going to automatically understand what you just created. So it's kind of easy for them. You need to make it easy for them to understand and to recognize what products you're creating. You've given some really good do's and stuff so far. The font thing, as you were saying that, I was like thinking, oh my goodness, I can totally relate to that. I had a phase not that long ago where I designed a template and I had a really, really swirly kind of font and I batched a bunch of covers with it and I'm still trying to gradually update it now because it looks cute. It looks great when it's nice and big on TPT, but when you're on a phone, it's like, who's going to be able to read that? So we've all been there. Like, Yeah. But do you have any don'ts, like just any big like red flags, bad things with covers? Truthfully, the biggest pet peeve that I have is the rectangle covers. Like when I see people who are making like a rectangle cover, I'm just like, nope, let me let me just walk in and tell you because I need you to understand this is just so cringy. I'm like, you need to move on. <laughs> and I'm terrible for saying that because I have some in my short. So but there's a big don't there. The other don't is, you know, with the fonts. And probably another don't, try not to crowd the product cover with too many words. When I am making product covers, let's say I have a Halloween edition math, but I know in that product that I created, it has addition to 10 and addition to 20 and all these other things. I don't want to put as the title, Halloween edition, math to 20 and 10 and da, 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 because it's going to overfill your product cover and your buyer is just going to scroll on by because it's too busy. You want to keep that title short, simple. You can put over like in the corner of your product cover, addition to 10, addition to 20, like um, smaller font size. But you're going to want to keep the title short at the top so that your buyer can, oh, this is exactly what I need. Let me look and see if this is, you know, does it match up to everything else? So for that, I would set it as Halloween math activity or something like that. Something very short, very simple, but then go in more in depth in the maybe corner of your product cover. And then you can really dig deeper into the title you can put as much as you want in the description but the title and the product title so like when you plug it in you type in what the product's actually called in tpt you also want to kind of keep that simple but then you can give it a little bit more info there but then you're going to want to put as much info about that math product into your product description so your product cover is not where you're going to put your product description. 
Yeah, I'm so glad you agree with me on this. I feel so passionate about this. I think that people feel like they have to say everything on this tiny little square and they have to put all the information at the resource. It's got a digital option. It's differentiated. It's kindergarten and first grade. And they've got to put all the information on there. And they do the same with thumbnails. And I made a post the other day about this. was like, stop making your thumbnails wordy. Like it's supposed to be visual, just a little brief glimpse into what the product is, what it looks like. And then you can put all that information in your description, everything they need to know. You can also put it in your thumbnails. So that's what I've done with my thumbnails. You can put tiny details in your thumbnails or you can put more details in your thumbnails. It's up to you, but you also don't want to make that wordy as well. You want to make it clean. When I say clean, I don't mean have the first thumbnail, your product thumbnail show 50 pieces of information about your product, you know, give like two big hits on what you want your buyer to understand about that product. And then if you're feeling, you know, if you're feeling yourself and you really want to tell about the 50 pieces in your product, then go put it in a preview and then upload that. Cause that's, I mean, uh, I guess TPT is leaning more towards previews anyways, but utilize your product covers your thumbnails and your previews but utilize the space that you that tpt is offering you don't leave it empty yeah i agree with you so much on that just i think less is more when it comes to a lot of these things i think we don't need to overcrowd things so totally agree with you on that one okay so that is the end of part one of our branding episode this week We are going to be having a part two released next week and I'm going to be continuing chatting to Kaylee and asking her more questions. So be sure to tune in then. But I hope you enjoyed the tips that were shared so far this week. My little action item for you this week and next week, if you are listening to any of these tips about branding and you are making any changes, like you're doing a rebranding or you want to start from fresh with a new logo or you're updating something, or if you're a newer seller listening and you're doing your branding for the first time, definitely make sure you are in my Facebook group, The Terrific Teacherpreneur, because it's really good sometimes to get feedback from other people. If you've just designed your own logo or you've hired someone or you're playing around with quote boxes or banners or fonts and colors, it's really good to have feedback from other people. Same thing goes for like cover templates and stuff, because you might think that it's perfect. And then, you know, you ask someone and they say, well, actually, I can't read that font. And maybe that color clashes and do this and do this. And you might get some really amazing advice that you hadn't thought of. And that will save you a lot of headache down the track if you can get it right from day one. (laughs) That way you don't have to go back and tweak all of your branding or your covers or whatever. So yeah, definitely hop in and ask for some advice in the Facebook group. I'm sure you'll get some awesome wisdom there. But I will see you in the next episode when we continue talking about branding. Have a terrific day for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.